Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey guys, Maria Menounos here. Before your favorite AfterBuzz TV after show begins, I'm so excited to tell you that my new cookbook is out. It's called The Every Girl's Guide to Cooking. It's the quickest, fastest, easiest, most amazing recipes for kitchen newbies and chefs alike. Please check out mariamenounos.com for more info. Buzz you later. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing after-shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hmm. <laughs> yes, everybody. Welcome! Welcome to another Gotham After Buzz After Show, Season 2, Episode 14, This Ball of Mad... Sorry, Mud and Meadness. The, the title of this episode, I still don't get it. Yeah. Mud and Meanness. Mud uh, and, maybe it's because it's gritty. It was a gritty episode. They're going in. They're trying to figure out what happened. Mm-hmm. Now, the reason I, I, uh, I decided to choose this theme, aside from the fact that I couldn't think of another theme, was is the fact that he seemed very... There's there's a Dark Knight-ish, Dark Knight-esque-ness to Bruce this episode. I thought. At the uh, time. He, it was really the early Dark A baby Dark Knight. You saw it. Yeah. Steve, I know you saw it. I saw it at the beginning, and then at the end, I didn't like the background music they chose when Alfred was reading the letter. I thought it was too, like, patriotic-y. Hmm. Like I was like, he's not president. It should have been something <laughs> like this. Mm-hmm. That would have been. Crit- it should have been something like this. Yeah, what right. he had mm. was too like pri- it was like prideful, and I was like, I, I was I thought really like you know patriotic stuff. That's what I'm talking about, Monspolanos. That's what we got, Monspolanos here, <laughs> showing never, that perspective. What is your name? Huh? Your My name. <laughs> Is Michael Drew, whom you can also find on Twitter at Michael underscore Drew, Michael E-A-L. And the woman who gave that that fantastic drop of knowledge is Monty Bolanos. What's up, Hello, lady? Hello, I'm Monty Bolanos. You guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Monty Bolanos, M-O-N-S-E-B-O-L-A-N-O-S. And who's that guy next to her? And I'm the knight. <laughs> I'm also Steve Kaufman. You can oh. find me on Twitter at Steve Kaufman. That's K-A-U-F-M-A-N-N. And where is he? <laughs> Sorry, it's my... The, the end was, of my Batman voice. That was pretty good. That <laughs> wasn't bad. It, you I, must have friends. <laughs> okay, well, oh, you should dude. stop with the... Yes, uh, it, was, it was all right. Okay. <laughs> you and, had me on the first through, one. I've had a cold. It's yeah. been a thing. No, but everyone, you know, even when you do a good impression, you always got to just go a little further just to see how far you can go. That and, is true. And I respect that about you, Steve. All right, <laughs> initial thoughts. <laughs> initial thoughts of this week's episode. 
I don't know if you guys saw me, but I felt like I was on the edge of my seat. Yeah, I was mine just too. like, what is going to... I loved way. it. Aside from what I... That, that, just that choice of uh, background music. Yeah. That's the, honestly the only thing I didn't like. I was on the edge of my seat wanting to find out what was going to happen. The story progressed so much more with uh, Matches Malone. Like, mm. It did. Way more than I anticipated happening in just one episode. And not in the way I thought. Like, no. I thought, I thought we would get another lead. Yeah. I thought yeah. Like, we'd get another lead to like who hired matches Malone. Yeah. But it's literally like, nope. It it's just over. Yeah. And it's I think it, yeah. I think I kind of figured out part of the title. Okay. Because it's a it's a long standing saying that if you dig up the past, all you do is get mur- is all you do is get dirty. Uh-huh. So mud and meanness would be the implication of Maybe I'm overthinking it, but mud meanness would be the implication of just what happens when you dig up the past. While you're over there on that uh, chat, which Steve is doing right now on the chat, chat. is that what you did? You Googled that? Did you Google that over there? (laughs) What? That did little uh, that? that little statement to Where'd figure out. That no, that's a just that was just a well-known in, thing. That was just in the memory bank. Um, specifically, Minority Report, the Steven Spielberg one. Oh. That it's the the Tom Cruise character just in some someone very early on in the movie was just like when you dig up the past, all mm-hmm. you do is get dirty. Yeah. And then that was pretty much one. I love statements like that. The beginning of a thing tell you the whole story. Mm-hmm. That it's just like yeah, you're gonna you're gonna find out who killed your kid or whatever. I forget what Minority Report was about. That's what I'm talking about. We've got a walking booklet here for that type of information. we got Mons here bringing it, showing other perspectives. That's what I'm talking about, guys. The trio. We're, we're back. Here. All right. Okay, so we're going to open up. <laughs> we're going to get right back into, in, into this episode. We're going to start with Bruce. Bruce. I think we should go with Bruce. We'll start with Bruce as he meets Selena, and he goes, he gets, he's getting hood. He goes right to the gully, to the, the gutter. He meets uh, Selena, and he's just like, hey. She gives him a gun. Yeah, like no big deal. He it w- is. I mean, that is no big deal to see. I mean, it's, I, I guess you're right to her, but I, I don't know. I feel like no matter where you are, you wouldn't just uh, openly hand the gun to someone. Well, yeah, I think in Gotham you would. You would. That just, I think that says a lot about Gotham. <laughs> yeah, yeah Gotham's totally this normal. weird place that you could just hand guns. Also, speaking of the chat, Steven Starr, he's first. Oh, Steven? I scrolled to the top. Steven Starr, you were first in our chat. Salute to you. Congratulations. Good name, by the way. If I had a gift, I'd send it to you. (laughs) I had a gift. Um, But yeah, so I like the the interaction with with, uh, Bruce and Selena. And I I like the apprehension that Selena had. Like, she didn't want to do it. It's like, she's like, she knew that he's about to cross a a line that's not Bruce. In a very big sister-y kind of way. Mm Mm-hmm. You know? I do like that, too, that, like, she seems to understand that kind of all you're going to do is get dirty and it's just going to be like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's going to be rough, but she's not telling him that. Like everybody no. else is just telling Bruce like, no, don't do this. Right. Yeah. Where she's the only person relating to him. That's just like, all right. If, yeah. you're, if you're soliciting my opinion, I will tell you, you shouldn't be doing this. Right. And yeah, but think... it doesn't seem like an, you're, you are, it seems like you're asking for me to be your friend and give you, get you a gun. And I did that. Yeah. That's, they always say that's a that's a down-ass friend. They'll give you good information, but they'll always be there for you. Right. Even they'll, they'll 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 fight with you. They'll bail you out of jail. Bail you out of jail. I think uh, another thing that goes into that is uh, one of the main reasons that Selena likes Bruce is he's not like that. He's not right. from her world. Right. There is an innocence to him. Mm-hmm. You know. But and even though he's still kind of straddling that line and and dabbling into her life, into her world, he still has that innocence to him. Mm-hmm. He's not fully corrupted. Yeah. You know. And I. I think she kind of digs that, but I think she's afraid that he's going to, he might change. And he won't be the Bruce that she loves, that she's willing to fight Silver St. Cloud for. Um, 
Well, no, I think that's when they end where they're walking the streets together. Yeah. Like, she's going to help form him to be I just, th- the Batman we all, we all love. Yeah, I agree with you. I just think he, she wants, to, she doesn't want him to do something he's not ready for. Okay. But if, like, he was ready, I think she'd be all about it. I mean, she'd be like, yeah, man. Yeah. Go get some revenge. <laughs> Go get some revenge. I like, I like this new side of you. Mm-hmm. So, uh, post that, he ends up meeting with Alfred, and they, they hit the streets, and they hit a game. Where Alfred fights Cupcake, Mr. Cupcake, Mr. Cupcake. Yeah, right. and I, I, love, I love those little parts in shows where they have they have a character whose name doesn't look like him. <laughs> you know, fun. it's like you never know. It's like, oh, we're gonna, you're gonna fight a Twinkle Toes. Who's Twinkle Toes? And you see this huge Goliath of a man come through. <laughs> yeah, like when you call dude dudes like dudes who look like that used to be called Tiny. Yeah, yeah, like the, their name is always Tiny. Right. Yes. Just, yeah. You're gonna fight Tiny. Okay, I can fight Tiny, and then it's there was a specific episode of Family Matters. <laughs> where where he was where Urkel was fighting a gang and the guy came out and they called him Tiny and he was like the largest man in the room. That was probably the first. That was probably the first everyone one. Everyone is paying homage to that. To that particular moment in family. Everything's a, everything's a trope. Everything's a trope. <laughs> All right, so Alfred goes toe to toe. He fights this guy and while he's fighting him, he's giving he's like tutoring Bruce. Yeah, he he's got, giving him information. He got his booty. Yeah, kicked. he got whooped. He really did. Well, but I he mean, won. He won. Yeah, it's not about. It's not about how hard you get hit. It's about being Alfred and winning the fight. I think That's that was true. I think that was one of his uh his Those quotables. Precisely. If you're me, Bruce, you'll win. <laughs> Pay attention. I mean, well, he did say it. you just have to outlast him because yeah. it takes a lot of effort and energy. Is what he was saying. Being you know having mm. that much big muscle dudes. and big dudes and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but he took a beating. He did. Like he took he took a beating enough that he. He ended up in the hospital. Yeah, he like when he dropped him on a, on the ground. Oh. Was, that like I was like, oh, that, that was painful. Like you got to remember, Alfred's he's old. Mm. Like he's yeah. older than everybody in this show. Mm-hmm. Technically, I mean, technically, character wise. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he's still, but you know, he has all these you know phenomenal um, fighting skills. You know, because he has such a crazy past. But right. he's really an old guy, and he's taking out like these youthful gang members. Yeah, Man Crush Monday, Alfred. For me or for you? <laughs> I, mean, I, I, mean, I, I, I thought I mean, it was obvious man. for me, but I mean, oh. you can take okay, it. Okay, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm usually people's man crush Monday. Well, you can have you can have today. You're, you, Alfred, Alfred can have can today. Have today. You. Thank okay. you, thank you so much. Yeah. You're so kind. Usually, <laughs> your man crush Monday is all me. Oh. It's just every every Monday. Uh, yeah. Me? What about me? No. You're my woman crush Wednesday. Oh, oh thank you. <laughs> I don't care. No, I don't care. I, saw, I transcend the gender. Um. So. Alfred ends up in the hospital, mm-hmm. and he passes out, and Bruce takes that as his opportunity to go find matches. And it's crazy, because Alfred already knows. Yeah, and why? That, it didn't bother you guys that he pulled out the gun and was like... It bothered me a lot, actually. It, 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 it didn't, like, if it wasn't Bruce... It was literally... Bruce, like, he's, he's, a, he's asleep, right? He's yeah. asleep. Let me All just right. show you the gun. Let oh. me just double check. I still have the gun exactly where I left it. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> It, it literally looked like if, if it wasn't Bruce that is like is he about to get rid of Alfred like what's going on right yeah. now he was like oh yeah here uh, it is yeah. the cold steel in my hands I can't that, get rid of it that was I know I was like seriously why did you show it why did you pull it up at that moment I don't know um, Bubby707 in chat Alfred is bae Alfred okay. is bae yep <laughs> it's the accent it helps. What, what was that thing he said after he got he got beat up? Oh, when he was like, "How are you feeling?" He's like, uh, "Bloody, I feel bloody good," or something. Like that. He didn't. That was a, say terrib- that. That was a terrible impression. You're amazing. Is that how no, I, I feel? No. Sorry. You asking me how I feel? I know, right? That was pretty. That was you were bad. like angry. I know, right? <laughs> I don't even think that was British. And if you've ever, that might have ever, been Australian. If you've drunk ever Australian. Wanted to do a Michael Caine, you just say my cocaine really slow. 
Michael Caine. See? Holy crap. <laughs> I think I just found a new gig here uh, here in Hollywood. There you go. I can be a voiceover guy. Mike O'Kane. <laughs> That's not bad. That's, I just, I'm going to get in, I'm gonna get new headshots. All right. Um, so we're all going to work on our act. <laughs> So Alfred, I think that's, that leads Alfred to call Jim. Mm-hmm. He's so, he immediately is aware that Bruce, when Bruce is gone, he knows what he's going to do. Right, he when knows he comes him. back from consciousness. From and, I, yeah. he wakes up. and as soon as Jim comes, Alfred pretty much spills the beans. And I love how every time he keeps telling him everything seedier and seedier, um, the partner. Bullock? Bullock, thank mm-hmm. you. How oh, can I forget your Bullock? The, that every time uh, he, he got seedier and seedier, Bullock was like, dude, we're the cops. Don't go all the way. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, we're going to kill him. Dude, we're the cops. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was good. It was good. So, yeah. so then that leads Jim to go find Bruce. Yeah. Right? He's on. He goes to find Bruce. And on the way, my boy. Well, he, Bruce heads to, like, what seems an underground rave. Yes. Yes. There yes. you go. Thank Which, you. And what I liked about this underground rave is that um, Lil Wayne walks up to the door and the bouncer gives him what would have normally been like, hey, you're a kid, don't go to this rave. And he goes, rocket kid. Yeah, he's like, yeah. I see you. I see you. I like That's that. Right I see you, go get it. Like, yeah. Oh. Um, and he goes to find Jerry. He goes to find Jerry, who's performing. I guess like, where did he get? He got, who did he, did he get the name from? Jerry, where did he get it from? Was that from last episode? No, he, he got, got it from from, Mr., from Mr. Cupcake. Okay, Mr. that was Cupcake the yeah, that, that, that was the yeah. name that Cupcake gave him. <laughs> so he shows up, and Jerry is playing the hardest of hard metals, while Joker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, while well, well, there were a bunch of Jerome like Jerome paintings on the back. Like, well, it was it looked like a projector. Yeah. Doing like Jerome, like I caught Jerome's he- um, mugshot real clear, mm-hmm. and then like a bunch of the other stuff in the video. So like this whole scene was what we were talking about with Jerome in the third episode being on TV and like being killed publicly. Yeah, set so many people off and like set a bit of a counterculture movement in Gotham almost of just let's be crazy and weird and dress like that and look like that. I know. That, like, one day will come forth. Yeah. Because... She, she had the paint... She had the, uh... Yeah, like, she, she, she had... She looked like a Harley Quinn-ish... Yeah, like, she had... A lot of her paint was Shades of the Joker. Mm-hmm. But I do have to talk about a, sh- a, a show I just heard about. Please okay. do. That we... Okay. Um, are you curious about a celebrity boyfriend's midlife crisis? Always. I'm having one now. stories about behind the scenes of Hollywood? Amused by TV and old movie references? This yes. panel? Never. That <laughs> I know, right? That's, not, that's literally... That's... <laughs> not at all. Then you would love The Tomorrow Show with Kevin Undergaro. Yes. Who is Maria Menounos' fiance. How adorable is that? I don't know if you're aware. You can join him and Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro alongside with AfterBuzz co-host Roxy Stryer and Ah. Ashley Daniels. Roxy Stryer is my my flash co-host. Watch live Monday and Thursday night, 7 7 p.m., 9 p.m. Pacific time on thetomorrowshow.com or subscribe and download free on iTunes. Go to thetomorrowshow.com for more information. That's yes. going to be a good one. That's really going to be a good yes. one. Yes. Yeah. A show I just heard about, I wanted to let everybody know. Yeah. No, it's going to be good. I mean, I like I like Roxy a lot. I, I do I do Flash after show with her and she's very knowledgeable. And Kevin, who doesn't like talking to Kevin? Kevin's even, even, even hearing that juice about Maria, I've been dying to know. <laughs> <laughs> I've been dying. I'm dying to know. Uh. So, back to the show. Mm-hmm. Speaking of juice, Bruce tries to get the juice from Jerry. Yeah, nice. 
That was a good one. That was nice good. That wasn't bad. Bruce tries to get the order out of the transition. <laughs> he tries <laughs> to get, get the juice from uh, Jared, and uh, and it, it it leads into this really like we were talking about what an interesting scene of that yeah. back and forth Jerry is played by who did you say uh, Lori Petty Lori Tank Petty. Girl mm. Point Break she's so good Orange is the New Black which I hated her in Orange is the New Black League but, of Their Own uh, thank she's, you for that show. yes <laughs> she was so good in a creepy way it was ridiculous like I couldn't get I couldn't take my eyes off of her, even though she was making me uncomfortable. Yeah. Like every, her whole look, her makeup, what she was wearing. Oh, everything! Everything great. about it, and she had so much fun with it. I wonder how awesome it would have been to be Bruce or Jim, the actors working alongside her. Because yeah. imagine you have to be serious. Mm. You're trying to get this information, or when Jim is interrogating her, trying to get all these questions, and she's just like not taking you seriously. <laughs> I would lose my bleep. Yeah. Um, both of both of Bruce's scenes, like the upcoming scene that we're gonna get to later on, but the one-on-one scenes regarding Jerry and mm-hmm. matches were both like very good. Like were literal scenes where he was just where there's such soul-searching scenes for him where you just know he aged like ten years from both of those moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. crazy. Like both of those, it was like. It was as if he was talking to two angels who were trying to get him to the next phase of his life to teach yeah. him something. It felt like that. Yeah. You know? Some of it felt like a Mitch Album novel. Oh. Where it's just like a very... I know of Mitch Album. Guided, I haven't read his own. Guided. They're, they're very short. Yeah. yeah. You can read them in a day. That's, that's why he sold That's, <laughs> that's how what I like to so read. Many. That's what I like and to read. And the actor who plays Bruce is David Mazu, I'm going to guess. It's a... Yeah. Look at that last name. Who? Which... which, which uh, that Bruce. matches? It's a little boy. Mazau, Mazu, Mazau or Mazu? Yeah, either or. I've never actually heard it said. Me neither. But he's amazing. We well, gotta, yeah. No, he's Bruce killing is it. killing it more I'm and a, more. I'm calling him every time I see him. I call him Bruce Wayne. I can't, I can't help it. Little Wayne, <laughs> little Wayne. So after the back and forth, Bruce actually gets some level of intimidation when he's talking to her. He keeps growing and growing. Um, he's actually about to turn away and leave. And then she stops him, and when she sees that, she tells him where he is. Yeah, like lip to the T. Apartment nine B. It makes no sense why she did it, but it but it made sense why she did it mm-hmm. because the way the way she played it was so good. Mm-hmm. You know, I it just it really worked for me. Yeah, that whole incident with the gun where he pulls it and then she like grabs it and puts it to her forehead. Yeah, crazy. So you're crazy. Like, yeah. but it was awesome. It was so good. Oh, it was so good. Agreed. Because, because Agreed. it was like I'm not gonna point a gun at somebody I don't wanna kill. Uh huh. He's so honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's so honest, which is although let's be clear that Bruce Wayne in this show has a gun and is allegedly pro gun or at least not anti gun. Batman. Incredibly anti-gun. Well, yeah, but I mean, this, this, is the, this is the start. This is the start. Yeah, like yeah. But it, it should be worth noting because we see Bruce Wayne with a gun today. Yeah. Right. That there's a very famous, um, there's a very famous still. I forget who illustrated it. That it's Batman snapping a gun in half, saying, "This is the product. This is the tool of the enemy." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Does a Gatling gun count as a gun? Possibly. Huh. Which <laughs> when did he use a Gatling gun? Or oh, you're talking about oh yeah. Not a gun to kill oh. hurt people. You're talking like a grappling gun, a Gatling gun. Well, no, like in the Batman vs Superman trailers, he does have a big old gun on that car when he's shooting at, at Superman. Huh? Well, I mean, Maybe, if we're gonna, I don't know if that Fleck <laughs> is canon or ba- not. Bat <laughs> Fleck. I will wait and I will wait and see. All right. So uh, while after leaving the nice little one-on-one meeting with Jerry, Bruce runs into Jim. 
and Jerry, fully pro up Bruce, starts a mosh pit. Yeah, she like calls him out and puts like the spotlight on him. I know. That, that seemed rehearsed, like, but that's how they handle police at yeah. this place. Yeah. It's like, yeah. JCP. Well, I know, she did say this. Like, JCP. Yeah. Like, she literally just said GCPD and everybody knew the song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. I everybody know. knew the song and then everybody in the crowd just knew to, like, oh no, we get the guy in the suit. Right. I know. I wonder what the acronym is for. She probably, I mean, she probably, it's probably, probably not as basic as we think. It's like, oh, right. Gotham City Police. She probably, you know, you know how pop stars are. <laughs> totally. Like, going against the grain or something like that. GCPD. Sorry, that was terrible. Um, we'll so, we'll so, uh, so, Jim finds Bruce at the club. Bruce, post mosh pit, Bruce finds the, uh, takes the opportunity to escape. Mm-hmm. And Jim is getting waxed in that mosh pit he's yeah. he, he goes from like trying just to trying to get away to just start throwing blows yeah like that's not how that's not how you mosh pit jim <laughs> you know. how, do you, how do you mosh pit huh you just you know question. a few you, shoulders maybe a few chest bumps <laughs> you don't punch people in the face it's a mosh pit i mean a few chest you don't punch everyone in the face it's a mosh pit True. you punch at least three people in the face maybe in the course of the night like yeah. jim was just getting started early yeah true good point he had other stuff to do so he was knocking them all out Yes. So Bruce, um, <laughs> Bruce, pro- goes to uh, good old matches, and when he finds him, we have the the moment. Yeah. The moment that we we've been waiting for. This one on one scene between them, and I next to Jerry, these two scenes pretty much were were the entire episode. Yeah. Everything else was just uh, fillers. Fillers. Well, none of it was filler at all. At all. No, yeah. but it, it all seemed like. Us. But this right. was all. This was all series wide. Also. SM down H9 in the chat. I don't like Bruce's found his parents killer. This is stupid. Little, <laughs> Damn, little dude. Bruce watched his parents get sh- get shot and then Bruce found them a year later. This is this stupid. I agree with the sentiment that Bruce <laughs> is um Bruce th- Bruce is getting a resolution awfully quickly, but he's not actually getting a resolution. Right. Yeah. Damn, that dude went in. I mean, yeah. I I, under- <laughs> I understand the anger. He's like, "It's stupid." That's yeah. It's I like you. I enjoyed the journey, and I enjoy that not only is there still a journey to find out who killed, like who ordered the kill on his parents, right? But like we're never gonna, we're never like gonna that's a series long journey, yeah. yeah. That he needs that he'll never find out anytime yeah. soon. So they really just buried it, so we can just move on with this other thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with Professor Strange and like mm-hmm. Nigma yes. and half humans under the floor, <laughs> all half this human stuff. creatures. Yes, so Bruce. So he meets matches, and then he's vividly nervous, and they're just and he 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 pretends that he's going to hire him, mm-hmm. and then it gradually goes from that to just a straight up "I'm here to kill you," yeah. and he's vividly just vividly nervous and says, "I'm nervous." Yeah. My name is Bruce Wayne. You killed my parents. Prepare to die. What kind of accent is? Is that, that from? Is... That's Princess. Bride. There you go. Oh okay, God. I was gonna. I was. I know. I oh knew God. that. I knew that. I just couldn't <laughs> think of the title, but I knew that. Oh, my I name is Aldo Montoya. Yes, I give you. Um, I just noticed his name is Aldo Montoya. Yes, and Isn't Ego that... Montoya. Oh, sorry. Okay, Aldo Who Montoya is the wrestler. Aldo. Yeah, he <laughs> mixed Justin Credible back in the day. Yeah, sorry guys. <laughs> we just gave you wrestling references and old nineteen late nineteen eighties movies. Um, so we we go to the scene where uh, this was my favorite part, where Matches tells him, "I pay you double. You got to pay double for women, triple for kids, and I don't kill babies." Yeah, at least he has that's, some morals. That's, that's, a, that's a good line. Yeah. So I'm gonna mur- you. You want me to murder a wife, a kid, and then a baby? Yeah. I draw a line at the baby. Yeah. I'll kill the wife and kid, and then I gotta wait at least two years to kill the baby. I know. Like what? Like what? What does he consider a baby? So like you, you can you can pay me now for the baby, 
But I'll come back. I'll, I'll kill the baby's parents. The baby will go to foster care. I'll, I'll wait. For, I'll wait until the baby is a child, and then I'll kill the child. Layaway plan. Yeah, just you. Yeah, we can pay that. We can pay off the child in installments if that's what you'd like. That was a very dark <laughs> joke, my man. That was very back. But I mean, I like it. I like it. I like it. So uh, he asks Max matches for if he remembers him, mm-hmm. and man. That, that whole scene was just it when was depressing tells, yeah when he's telling them like the whole story like if he was his friend and just telling him about that night oh, I was like that's awful like when that must it, be such an awful feeling yeah when it ends with with the Bruce not actually pulling the trigger and deciding not to it was very believable mm-hmm. like it, it's just it very I'm glad it, it it wasn't just rushed to where he was like, you know what? I'm better than this. I won't kill you. Because we all kind of knew it was going there. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think anyone really thought he was going to kill Matches. Right. Well, but I liked the story they told, which was... Bruce, I think Bruce was expecting his parents' killer to have all the answers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And to at least, like, be a human about it. Yeah. Or, like, maybe it was his only kill or something like... So, like, it was... It took him aback a little that, like, he met a hitman mm-hmm. who's, like... Two years ago? Yeah, I, I killed like eight people. He said that was a big year for Yeah, like I killed I eight people the month you're talking about. Yeah. Like, you're going to have to be a little more specific. Yeah, he totally had no remorse, no emotion, like no human uh, normality when it came to being questioned about his kills. It's just like, yeah. Sounds like the Iceman killer. Has anybody ever seen that? Yeah, but he, but there was a level of regret in this guy, in Madge, as opposed to like the Iceman. Like he wasn't like the Iceman has a borderline uh, psychopathic issue where he can't, mm-hmm. where he, he doesn't feel any remorse. Like, matches, there's a level of, please kill me. Like, it ended with, like, like he was on, like, his deathbed. Please kill me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he said, and I, I agree with you, but he just said that was the feeling because he's, like, he's, like, you, a guy gets tired of not being punished for doing bad things. Yeah. So it's, like, I don't think he was sad about killing, I don't think he felt remorse for who he was killing. I think he was just, like, I'm over this. Like, yeah. Like, literally, I've made the choice mm-hmm. to kill a bunch of people for money, including your parents. You're here because I killed your parents. Mm-hmm. Supposedly to kill me. Bring it. Bring it. Bring it. I made that choice. This is the consequence to my choice. I'm not going to run. Mm-hmm. I like the uh, when he said, uh, Gotham, your parents are rich. They made Gotham. Mm-hmm. Gotham made me. So I'm. you're and practically you. my son. You're practically mm-hmm. my son. That was... That dude, that dude Bruce, mm-hmm. was getting school. He went there for something. He didn't get it. Yeah. So mm. then he leaves, and then as soon as he leaves, Jim finds him right on time. Because if Jim was any later, it would it would have looked like um, Bruce killed him. Mm. I mean, right? I mean, if, if Bruce goes there to shoot the guy, you show up and the guy's dead. That would have been an interesting storyline to come. I know. Nigma would have figured it out. Yeah. Maybe. You know, bullet bullet entry and exit points and stuff. Yeah, yeah that's true. So he he uh, as soon as he exits. Matches, uh, he leaves the gun with matches and matches kills himself. Question yeah. for the panel. Please go. Do we think he did that because he just felt guilty? Or do we think whoever hired him to kill the Waynes, part of it was, like, if anyone comes looking, you better you better eat that cyanide. You like, better, you, that better stop with you. Yeah, like, th- this has to live and end with you. Mm-hmm. And th- this is way more important than a thing. Like, yeah, I thought so, too. I thought it was kind of, a little bit like, oh, well... You caught up to me. This is where yeah, I okay. kind of... This is where I die. This is where I die. This yeah. is where I die either by this kid's... Uh, by this kid's gun. Right. Whether or not the kid pulls the trigger or not. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with... Uh, 
like he was just overcome with uh, he was just tired of the life he was living because there's a level of remorse he had a mm-hmm. little sincerity and he looked like a silver he looked like a uh, a lock box like you couldn't get that info from him you know it's oh, like what yeah. he said like I'm a killer you could shoot my kneecaps you won't get no info yeah. from me if mm-hmm. I don't want to give it to you and Boo69Bs in the chat says probably both yeah okay maybe, maybe a little bit of both I mean, he did have morals, which is respectable. I mean, the, the killing women and kids part, not really. But it's respectable. I mean, you know. Right. Yeah. So, all right. So that's 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 pretty much it with Bruce. Um, it ends. Actually, no, sorry. It ends with Bruce then leaving a letter with for, with, uh, for Alfred about him hitting the streets. He runs away to go stay with Selena, mm-hmm. which is almost, which is, which is poetic and romantic. Little, oh. little cute little kids. Your thoughts yeah. on it? What do you guys think about that? I like that. I like... Hopefully... Do we think we get a bunch of him on the street? Like, yeah, so I was, that's what I wanted I to want ask him, you. I want to see him... Like, I want this to be him, like, leaving on the street, and then we don't follow him for, for at least, like, five weeks. That's what I was thinking. Do you... Do, is this technically his exit from the show, and he comes back older? Do you, do you guys think that? <sighs> I don't think he'll be gone that could they, long from could Alfred. They, could they not, though? Man, yeah. Anyone who wants that? I, I think you're the only one who wants that. I think most of us are okay with this actor playing this character. I mean, no, I like the actor too. I'm just thinking pure, purely in storyline purposes because I wouldn't mind seeing older Bruce. But I do like this character a lot. Yeah, I mean, I do like the actor a lot. I like this actor a lot. I like. I like him a lot. I don't see a need to do any time jumps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'd, but that said, like I'm, I'd be way more than okay, especially with all the stuff they have brewing elsewhere on mm-hmm. Gotham, if we don't see Bruce for a while. Okay. You wouldn't want to see any like quick updates as to how he's doing, just by. Yeah, at least three weeks. I'd, three weeks, okay. Like, I'd want three weeks where they're too busy dealing with all this other stuff that we're not even seeing Bruce and Selena walk the streets. Uh-huh. And then on the fourth week, maybe we open on them discovering one of those semi-human people from Indian Hill. Like we open on them, and then we within three sentences kind of explain that they're that they're doing great, and she's teaching them a bunch of stuff. And then, oh my God, what is that? Okay. And then that's like it, kind of like a Law and Order opening. All right. And oh. then, and then he talks to he talks to Gordon as Gordon questions him and stuff like that. I actually, yeah. you know, I like I actually like that. I'm with that. Yeah. I, it, 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 would, it would have more effect mm-hmm. if he's gone for a few weeks and yeah. comes back. Yeah, it would have more effect if we just saw him for three weeks later. Yeah. Yeah. And like, oh wow, Bruce went street. Maybe some maybe some cornrows. <laughs> No. Some cornrows? He comes back with some cornrows? Corn like, I understand the streets now, guys. Just shave his head. That'll be... I get it. Cornrows. He has a blunt in his mouth. He never doesn't smoke it, but he just <laughs> yeah, keeps he just the holds blunt. It. He just holds it. it. He just holds the blunt. I'm just to trying, I gotta fit good. in. Mm-hmm. I gotta fit in. Um, real quick, now let's just, let's just talk, touch on my boy Oswald, Oswald Cobblepot, <laughs> and the Arkham, the Arkham treatments. This I feel guy, so bad for him. This guy... I thought... I mean... Okay. Uh, my theory at the beginning of this was that he was just going along with it. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Hugo Strange is just giving him treatment after treatment after treatment. That's but still my theory. Me you too. still think that? 100%. Oswald Cobblepot's too strong. Yeah. I think he's... And I'm not saying the treatments aren't doing something to mm-hmm. him, but I honestly think somewhere inside of him, somewhere inside of him, he's willingly going along to, like, this will be the way out. Okay. Yeah. So, pretty much, he gets treatments throughout the episode... To where they pretty much uh, beat or electrify or electrocute the insanity out of him. Mm-hmm. 
to where he becomes like a docile puppy. And they show him <laughs> images that are awful, like his mother. Yeah. Like he saw himself did, kill or attack his mother. Like that must be so awful to see. Do you think they showed him that image or that's just what was... I think that's that what they were showing mind. him. That's what I was under the impression no, that, when he has the... I, I don't know if they had control over... I think... They or were, that was just his thoughts that they were... I well, yeah, because a therapist is like a mirror. Mm-hmm. Mm. So like they just amplified the mirror. So he's only seeing what his subconscious and conscious are have have like at the forefront mm-hmm. yeah like because that would be a lot of work to just kind of project that on him yeah yeah like i think he's pro- he's projecting that and they just found a way to show it to him yeah. more clearly. Got it. they knew okay. how to pinpoint his fears and whatever his mm-hmm. fears were just got you know steroided up yeah. so they by the end they end up they give him a uh, a certificate and they send them out into the free world and what He's they could give an umbrella. Okay. Um, have I done Gotham Law yet? I've done Gotham Civics. I've done Gotham. Uh, Gotham. Gotham Budgets. I think I did Gotham Budgets. Yeah. I'm gonna do a little Gotham Law real okay. quick. Okay. All right. Um, if you're declared insane. Yeah. Instead of guilty. Yeah. And then you're deemed sane. You then go back to that judge, and then that judge finds you innocent or guilty mm-hmm. because you're a sane person now. Yeah. Apparently, Professor Strange is above all that. Yeah, well, and I mean, is able to, with a certificate, let you leave Arkham. Right. I mean, well, I mean, it, it fits into why Gotham is like Gotham is just corrupt. That's like true. you don't need. There's no checks and balances. It's mm. literally like you're like, oh, all right, you ain't crazy no more. Go back into society. Right. <laughs> but Hugo Strange has a plan. Like he yeah. let him out on purpose for a reason. There's got to be a trigger. Right. I got it. Hugo a... Strange has to be has to have a trigger wired into the Penguin. That's, to ignite him. That's a possibility. Also, just from back there, Penfold74 said something really funny. Oh, yeah, let the 13-slash-14-year-old boy with hormones raging stay with the 14-slash-15-year-old girl unsupervised. Yeah. They might discover things about the criminal world, but he also discovers something else. Huh? I mean, Webisode. I didn't want to say it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. I didn't want to. That that's a reality show right there. That's a reality show right there. <laughs> that's a reality show. So, so Oswald's out. Um, I think he's. I think he's done. I think they they fried his brain, mm. and something's going to happen to remind him of who he is. But I think okay. I think he what he what you saw him get out as what you saw him leave that place as that's who he is right now. What about in the scene where Hugo Strange tells him, "No, there's still more therapy," and his face is just like what? You didn't think that that was like a, I've been acting like this, so you stop giving me this therapy yeah. treatment. That's what I got okay. in his reaction. To when he, because he was like holding a smile and he was like, "Are you freaking kidding me? I've been like doing everything. I've been acting just like you want me to. Yeah. And you're still giving me therapy. That's when I was like, oh, he's faking it. Yeah. Mm. He's faking it to get out because That's, of that reaction. I, I stand by that. That I think he's faking it to get out. Yeah. Completely. I'm, yeah. I'm sure it's affecting him. I'm okay. sure it's still a problem for him. Yeah. But he's definitely faking. Yeah. Right. And. That doesn't mean Hugo Strange doesn't have a hold on him. That doesn't right. mean there's still going to be a trigger that'll get him through. But I do think Hugo Strange... Like, I do think Victor Zaz may have taught... Victor Zaz may have taught Penguin something along the way. Okay. As yeah. to how to deal with these things or something. Um, yeah. That said, um, does anybody else want ice cream right now? Man. I didn't want <laughs> ice cream <laughs> until I saw that scene. I, was I like, mean, actually not really. I mean, I'm an ice cream uh, aficionado, I like to say. Are I'm, you? I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm oh, an yeah. ice cream guy, but that ice cream looked kind of... That I mean, when like you're that, at Arkham Asylum, that's the best. Thing I know it, it didn't really make me want to say to myself, oh, "I want some, I want some cookies and cream right What's now." What's your favorite ice cream? 
Oh, cookies and cream. You what know brand? What I mean? Anywhere specific? Well, what is regular cookies and cream? But you know, if I'm gonna get crazy, it's Hagen Dazs. I think I mentioned that. Or Swiss almond. You know what I mean? Okay. Pineapple coconut. Okay. Anyway. No, no, no. This is the Michael Andrew ice cream. <laughs> um, go on. Go well, on. Tell us all about it. Aside from the ice cream, did anyone else notice how Hugo Strange's hair is growing back? Did anyone else notice his hair was poking back up? No. Was that just me? I noticed his tie. His tie was awesome. It yeah, was, you noticed. I yeah, noticed. talking about his knot. See, I noticed about hair. He knows about ties. Well, then Monty gave me this weird look, and I was like, men's fashion, there's like four things to worry about. There's like <laughs> the tie, true. the knot of the tie, the color of the suit, and really? then the shoes. Like, there's four things. And then, I guess their hair, but that's not fashion, that's like style. Okay. Belt is also important. Belt? Your belt can't clash too much. But if Ooh. you're, not if you're wearing a suit, oh, you that's don't true. see the belt. Like, but if you're, okay, yeah, okay, got so it, got four it. things. See, got it, got it. You guys want ice cream, I got you. But if you want fashion... You got the duo right here. You got the Mons and Steve Fashion Hour. Um, Steve, Steve's got better fashion tips than I do. I just, I do. I literally just throw on. Yeah, I literally just that throw on whatever. Perfect on point. Bro, Steve. Bro, Bro. So thumbs up. Dude, thumbs up just for Steve with the beard and jeans and a t-shirt. <laughs> His fashion tips are on point. Yes. Um, so then we touch real quick on Nigma. Uh, um. So Kringle's missing. Lee for a while now. Yeah. Lee goes up to Jim and they're in their post-fight awkwardness. Oh, this uh, was awesome. Mm-hmm. And they apparently, Nigma forgot about the checks, which are going to be there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Who's not going to get he, their money? But how does he get them? I know. He probably just. He probably, he probably figured nobody would go looking. Yeah. Yeah. He, there's a lot of paranoia on Nigma, right? On Nigma's part right now. Which was so great but this the episode. Fact that the, in his mind, he's dealing with a Bruce that in his mind went looking for these checks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That it was literally like, no, I think Bruce is on to me. Yeah. Or, or sorry, Gordon. Yeah. yeah. Like, I think I, Gordon's on to me. Yeah. yeah. I, I like he's how losing he's losing it. Yeah. How he's like thinking, like, Jim, oh, you think you're smarter than me, Jim? Yeah. Like, he's freaking out. And Jim's just like, all right, well, whoops, forgot about it. Anyway, yeah. like, he's completely unaware. Whatever. I'm too busy dealing with other stuff. I'm, I'm too busy dealing with the, a two year old cold case. Yeah. Of like the Gotham elite, yeah. yeah. It's like that insecurity thing. Like you know, when you're insecure and someone says something, you hear something that's not really there. Yeah. They're just like, "All right, bye, see you later." And like, are you mad at me or something, dude? Did you just say? <laughs> no, I, think, I, I didn't I, mean anything. You, you are you gonna see me later? Yeah. You're like, gonna. So, no, I don't think Nigma's an insecurity. It's Nigma. It's his other side. Yeah. I, well, I think no, but I think he's seeing something that's not there, and this is gonna he's gonna get himself in trouble with this. I think he's because it ended with the episode ends with him putting the famed green question mark on Jim Gordon's right. face right. and talking to himself and looking insaner and, and crazier. I, no, That's I not going to This is not going to end well for Nigma. I mean, I don't think anyone ever thought it would, but, but now like, I really don't think. Like you can't go up against Gordon in this show. I know. So do we get so is Nigma going to be kind of Nigma done might be after co- the season? I don't think he's going to be done. Or he'll be down in Indian Hill. He might be right. the new. He might be the new penguin while penguins, you yeah, know, trying to find arc. himself. Be, well, they do. Inter- they do talk. It shows a preview where he yeah. tells penguin everything you told me about Jim is working perfectly. Mm-hmm. So ah, that's true. He does say that. He does say that. Another reason why I think uh, penguin is totally faking it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I'm with you that he's affected. Like I think it is. I think he's in pain and he hates it because it's really crappy it'll what they're doing least, to him. Yeah, it'll take at least one week for him to snap into right. what we understand to be Penguin. Right. But okay. I think he's totally faking it. All so right. it was only like three treatments too. Yeah. I mean, that we saw. Who knows? Mm. Okay. Just one of those treatments would have been enough for me to be like, you know what? Just kill me. That's fine. <laughs> That's cool. I don't need to be sane. All, All right. right. Uh, real quick. Um, predictions. Predictions. Give him to me. 
I feel like I'm in the uh, the the goth the uh, the the rock and roll scene from this episode. <laughs> GCPD. Da, 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 da. All right, sorry guys. Um, that's my jam though. That, yeah, that's gonna, that's, gonna, be, that's gonna be my ringtone. Every time I'm in trouble, every time we see the cops, guys, GCPD. Just pull out. Mons, what are your predictions? I don't have one at the moment. I want to see how many episodes are left. So if you have one, go first. Steve, what are your predictions? <laughs> I could make one up on the spot. I got but some. But I don't have any right now. Go, okay. make some up. Well, I'm, well, I'm going to... Uh, Penguin, he's domesticated. Like, his mind is jacked up right now. It's gone. Mm-hmm. He's going to see... He's clearly his father, the famed Pee Wee Herman. Um, oh, yeah, who, we're going to see him. Yeah, he's playing his father. Uh, Paul Rubin? Yes. Yeah. Um, is going to... He appears next episode... He, something's going to happen with his family that's going to unlock it. Okay. Maybe the father didn't like the mother, so he's going to. I think he's gonna maybe insult the mother, say something negative about the mother because they're they're not together. So I don't think the father liked the mom, and that because he loves because you know Penguin loves his mother. He's mm-hmm. gonna say something about the mother that's going to bring back the psycho the psycho that's inside Penguin. Because mm-hmm. I love my mom. And she does he an attack angel. his dad? Maybe. Maybe. Okay. Okay. Maybe. Well, he, there might this might lead to flashback scenes of when the father maybe abused the mother. Mm. And then he will get revenge on behalf of his mom. Although that mom compared to the Penguin's mom in the show versus like Penguin's dad, like it looks like she like low class, high class. Yeah. That it looks like it wasn't even an abused or they were in a relationship. It looks like it was like a one night stand and she Could've got been. pregnant. Could have been. And then it's like, oh, you're my kid. I'm happy about that now. That could be it. Um, and I think I think we might not see Bruce for a couple of episodes. Mm-hmm. There are eight episodes left. If that makes. Uh, Yes, that, I mean, and Penfold seventy four. I predict Stephen Monty will be by the runway in Milan by next fashion season. Uh yes, I love it. Thank you, thank you. Hello. Hey, uh, we'll send you a postcard. <laughs> oh yeah. We'll, <laughs> just send me. Well, we'll send you a Snapchat. <laughs> just send you a Snapchat. Snapchat. We'll, this is we'll a postcard. We'll have a thirteen year old Italian boy to explain Snapchat <laughs> to us. Yeah, because we don't we don't I, do Snapchat, so that's why I said postcard. Uh, but yeah, uh, so we'll be there. Uh, eight episodes. Eight episodes. This doesn't change my mind. That's all I got for predictions. I think uh, the the Miss Kringle storyline is going to be stretched out. Like, I think by the end of it, we will have a big change in Nigma. Like, he's changing now. I say it's, like, from what he is now, 40%, mm. if not 50% more of a change. Like, we're going to see more and more of the dark side. Uh, and, yeah, I think we'll, Bruce will... I hope we don't see him for a few days. Yeah. But yeah, I, build up the tension. What yeah. I want is for the Enigma story to be the back burner every week. Mm-hmm. And I, that's so what I think is going to be a little like, bit. Every, So, like, every time Enigma talks to, talks to Gordon, Gordon will just be like, yeah, hey. Yeah. yeah. And Enigma's like, what? Losing it, yeah. No, he's on to you. You need to kill him right now. Don't kill him later. Kill him now. And, like, that craziness where... Gordon is literally like, oh yeah, your girlfriend w- is gone or something. Yeah, that's yeah. what I totally think is going to happen. It's not going to be the main storyline. It's going to be like... It's going to be little bits for over... And then maybe like the last two episodes. It's going to be like the tiger bigger. in The Hangover. Yeah. <laughs> where you introduce it, and then you introduce like five other problems. And then you solve like uh... half of those problems, and then you come back. And like, ah, oh, the tiger. Oh, There's yeah. a tiger There's... in the... Ah, oh, man. I like that. That's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, that's that's all I got then. Yeah, I guess. um, I think the semi-humans in Indian Hill are oh. gonna, we're not going to see those till next season. Okay. Oh. I think they're going to be the big reveal. Like we're going to see, and I think we can see Fish Mooney's face at the end of this season. Okay. To lead us in and to get us real excited for next season. Okay. Because this is the rise of the villains. Okay. So 
if the semi-humans from um, if the semi-humans like came up from the depths in the next eight weeks, it would be a little disingenuous. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, I agree. Well, everybody, if that's a. Uh, that's what it is. <laughs> That's um, what it is. <laughs> we did if you guys haven't already, please go to YouTube.com slash AfterBuzzTV. Subscribe, iTunes, like, subscribe, share. I'm Michael Drew. You can find me on Twitter at Michael underscore Drew, Michael E-A-L. Mons? You guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Monsi Bolanos, M-O-N-S-E-B-O-L-A-N-O-S. And be sure to check out The Tomorrow Show with Kevin Undergaro. Yes. Don't forget. There's also the Bolanos fan zone. They just followed me back. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> You can find me on Twitter, like the Bolano, like the Bolanos fan zone has, at Steve Kaufman. That is K-A-U-F-M-A-N-N. I'm also on Instagram. That's Steve underscore Kaufman, but I only Instagram on Thursdays. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> I got a specific date for it? Yeah. Bye, everybody. <laughs> From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.